Hi, welcome to Colonial Williamsburg, past and present on history.org. This is behind the scenes where you meet the people who work here. That's my job. I'm Lloyd Dobbins and mostly I ask questions. This time I'm asking Melanie Collins, at Colonial Williamsburg. She's an actor interpreter, which means what? Well, I'm part of the new program that they have started at Colonial Williamsburg called Revolutionary City. And within the Revolutionary City, they have scripted scenes. So you need to be an actor. <laughs> and they have non-scripted scenes, work that you're out in the street interacting with the guests. So you also have to be able to interpret the time period, interpret your character, okay. the person that you are. Now, what got you interested in that? I mean, you're a 21st century person <laughs> and, you've, and you've learned all about the 18th century. Very true. Um, Actually, I was mainly an actor, and uh, when I moved to Colonial William or when I moved to Williamsburg, I started out only doing evening programs uh, because they don't ask you so much about the history; <laughs> they ask you to act. And when this opportunity came up, I auditioned, of course, and was a little nervous because I know there are so many people here who have a very deep understanding of history. And although I enjoy history, it wasn't a particular study of mine previously. Mm -hmm. And um, I, when I got the job, I started training, and they have been so wonderful. The, the ensemble, the actor-interpreters, have been so great at helping me learn the history, and it's been so much fun. And you've learned so many things that you just never would think of, uh, that you, everyone has a, a, their own particular understanding of history, and then someone gives you another view of it. And you're like, wow, I never thought of it like that. And that just propels you to want to learn more and to share that with the guests. Okay. So on Revolutionary City, who are you? I am a few people, actually. I'm Susanna oh. Randolph. And I also portray Hannah Powell, who becomes Hannah Drew, because she gets married in 1776 on day two. And also old Maggie Smythe. Who sounds kind of interesting. Yes. She and her sister Aggie came from London. And they are procurers of items. Pickpockets. Well, you might think of it that way. They yes. just think that they're helping lighten your load. <laughs> Do you have fun doing it? Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. uh, now... Revolutionary City is seven days a week, right? Yes. Okay, so you would have to be somebody else some days and somebody else else on other days, and somebody would have to be you when you're not there. Correct. <laughs> Does that get complicated? It's it sounds very, complicated. It's very complicated because, in fact, even sometimes you're two different characters within one day, and your fellow actor-interpreters are also different characters. So not only do you have to remember who you are, you have to remember who they are so that you can interact with them appropriately on the, in the streets without saying, hi, Mr. Pendleton, or good day, Mr. Pendleton. And he says, no, I am Mr. Archibald Carey. <laughs> yeah, it's a little, a little embarrassing at that point. Huh? Uh, what part of it do you enjoy most? Um, I think I enjoy when uh, you actually see what you're saying clicking and making sense to people, oh, different okay. ideas, to the guests, mm -hmm. uh, especially kids. You know, they're really, they've been really getting into Revolutionary City, which is wonderful. 
Mm-hmm. And because uh, sometimes history can be boring for kids, let's face it. But this, they're in into it. They're watching the action, and you're talking to them, and you know, explaining the revolution to a kid and seeing them finally get it oh, is okay. the, you know. I bet history teachers love you. <laughs> you can make it come to life for them. Yeah. Actually, if you stop and think about it. Actually, people have said that. And hmm. Teachers, in fact, have stopped us. Uh, what do children ask you? <laughs> well, the most common question from adults and children is, are you hot in those clothes? <laughs> I think anyone in the historic area has heard that question. Oh, and wow. yes, it is hot in these clothes, but anyone in Virginia in the summertime is going to be hot, no matter what you're wearing. Um, but kids, especially when I'm Susanna Randolph, little girls love to come up and ask about the clothes, and that gives me a chance to talk to them about the millinery and... Um, how you would get your clothes in the 18th century and even send them to the millinery so that the ladies can go even more in-depth about the fashions. Mm-hmm. But definitely constantly get questions from, from girls who are excited about the clothing. Are girls excited about the clothing? Oh, yes. Yes, they are. Even women. I would not think people would be very excited by that clothing in the summertime. Well, it's beautiful. The gowns yeah. that you would wear as a Randolph or any of the other gentry. I mean, they're just, they're stunning to look at. And and they, they also want to know what it's made out of. That too, is it hot? <laughs> 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 but, uh, and the hats and all the accessories that go along with it. Did they really wear it? We have uh, strings of pearls or different beads and neck ribbons that the women wear. And did they really wear that? Yes, they did. And, of course, if I can't go in depth about something, I send them to someone who can, mm-hmm. if they're really that interested. You, uh, one of the people you you play is Susanna Randolph. Uh, she was the daughter of John Randolph. Yes, the Attorney General. And what is her scene? Uh, well, her scene is between her and her mother. Uh, she's. It starts out that she's very upset because she's been out there out shop popping and she overhears another woman speaking ill of her, uh, spreading some rumors that uh, she was pretty sure had been long since forgotten, rumors that had started up you know, two years ago. Mm-hmm. And so that starts her off and gets her very upset. And her mother's trying to calm her down. Of course, it's very inappropriate for a lady to be expressing herself uh, so loudly in public. And um, it uh, turns into a discussion of of the politics of the time. Her brother, Edmund Randolph, is on the side of the Patriots. Mm -hmm. He's thinking of joining General Washington as an aide-de-camp. And in fact did. Yes, indeed he does, eventually. And, um, of course, her father is the Attorney General, who is appointed by the king. And he has remained loyal to the crown. That's where he believes his loyalty lie, should lie, and it does lie there. And so she's torn. What does her father say? And her brother says this. And her uncle, Peyton Randolph, who's the Speaker of the House, he's also, he's more moderate, but he's also on the side more of the patriots. Mm-hmm. And so there's been this division in her family that she witnesses, and now her brother is telling her that, well, if things continue, you're going to have, you know, father's going to leave the colony. You're going to go with him. And that's really where the heart of it is, mm-hmm. the heart of the, 
it, it comes out at the end, and that's really what's bothering her, that this thought she might have to leave her home, the only home she's ever known, move to London, and her brother's not going with her. He's going to stay there. Who knows if she'll ever see him again. All of her family is in Virginia, and she has to leave. The Randolphs were one of those, one of the families that were divided in the Revolutionary War that not many people are as aware of the divisions in the Revolutionary War as they are in the Civil War. Right. But the same things happened. Yes. And uh, I wonder if... Well, I guess people would have to learn with you and your mother shouting in yes. the street. <laughs> they don't have a choice. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm still... You said when you moved to Williamsburg, from where? I had currently been in central New York doing children's theater. Oh, touring. Okay. Touring with the theater company. Oh, all right. I spent 11 years in New York. Did you? Yep. That's where I'm originally from, Geneseo, New York, upstate West Virginia. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, I'll tell you something, uh, Oldenborn. I was an actor here. In 1955, I was John Adams at the, Wonderful. Uh, the Common Glory at Lake Matoka Amphitheater. So I've always been sort of attracted mm. to this place because it's fun to dress up, play somebody you worked. You have fun every day? Or is it sometimes you just wish it would go away and leave you alone? <laughs> I'm sure everybody feels that way about their job one day or... But uh, I think the overwhelming majority, I enjoy my job. And if I don't enjoy it all day long, there's at least one spark within each and every day mm -hmm. that I'm here. That's Even fun. if I'm grumpy to start out in the morning. <laughs> Who isn't to get up and go to work? <laughs> hey, everybody's grumpy in the that's morning. Right. I don't trust them. Uh, is there any one moment that's occurred to you that you were just stunned by it? Has somebody said something or... Uh, Thrown a rock or, yeah, nobody's thrown a rock, but <laughs> just ask a question that just took you right away. Well, I have been a little stunned that um, there are actually a number of adults who don't know that the Revolutionary War was before the Civil War. That was a really stunning, when somebody asked me that for the very first time, an adult, <laughs> I didn't know how to answer and stay in character because, well, technically, you the Revolutionary War is a civil war. We're fighting against Great Britain, our mother country. But I didn't want to go into that because I felt that that might just confuse them more. And you just, yeah. your, your brain is thinking, how do I answer this and make them look good in front of their kids? <laughs> and, but there have been some very clever actor interpreters that I have witnessed talk their way around any question at all. And I am getting better. I am improving by ob observing my, my co-workers. But uh, how could you talk your way around that question? I, at that time, you can't. You okay. have to kind of take yourself out into a third person and just explain. Yes. Uh, yeah, the so. Revolutionary War came first. And then the Civil War, and, and that's when we formed our country. And then the Civil War was between the states. Right yeah. now, we're still colonies. It is shocking. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, hmm. I don't see how you could get to be an adult and not know. I mean, you don't need to know specifics. Yes. But one was in the 1700s and one was in the 1800s, and, and that seems kind of basic to me. 
That's what I thought too, but you learn something new every day. <laughs> so, yeah, like and I guess at least they asked. At least they learned oh, that okay. I, if you think of the bright side, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of sad that they didn't know, but they asked the question and now they know. Yeah, I suppose so. that's worthwhile. Uh, but it does speak to a level of a lack of historical background that I didn't know existed. I didn't know it existed either. But hopefully, I mean, the Revolutionary City and all of the work in all of Colonial Williamsburg helps that, that issue. That if they didn't learn it in school, at least they're learning it here, better late than never, I would say. That's Colonial Williamsburg, past and present this time. Check history.org often. We'll post more for you to download and hear.